0: So one of the big issues that has resulted from the election of Donald Trump, because the naysayers of Donald Trump, always looking for um, some pain to feel and to vent their pain, is to say that Donald Trump is an anti-Semite, is a racist, and don't you conservatives, you idiots who voted for him, don't you see it? And they're so frustrated with us. They're, They're angry with the nation for not seeing the clarity and how brilliant they are. Uh, for having voted for Hillary and how stupid we must be for having voted for Trump. We have been fooled, don't you know? So, and, and they say to me and to you as a Jew, you know there's a tremendous rise of anti-Semitism. And of course racism, goes without saying, right? Um, and and I, there's a Facebook dis- discussions about this all over the place. And I recently engaged... In a, in a debate with some people, and, I, and, and they were saying, oh, the rise of anti-Semitism um, going on here, and Trump was talking about that. And I, I simply posed the question, what rise are you talking about? Where is it? Putting aside the fact that when did it, this rise start from? I mean, it's like, kind of like global warming, right? When do you start determining when the rise in temperature has started from? Where, where has the rise and antisemitism occurred assuming that there is even is a rise second what is the percentage of the rise is it 0.002% from whenever from last year let's say is that a noticeable appreciable difference is it 40% i don't know third what kind of antisemitism is it from skinheads is that the, you know when you, if you look at the Simon Wiesenthal Center or maybe the Holocaust museum that you, show, you see a little uh, you know, bald guy other than a uh, swastika that he's – you know, that's what's left on his, uh, his hair for him. Uh, so there you got the skinhead, right? So that's what you think. When you think of anti-Semitism, you think of that, right? As if
1: prison gangs are just rolling over the streets.
0: Yes, exactly <laughs> right. Good, good point. So what kind of anti-Semitism? Or at least who is perpetuating the anti-Semitism? Finally, the correlation with Trump. How do you prove that? Come on, where, 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 what, what anti-Semite and imagining the skinhead uh, is doing this and has ever said, now that Trump is elected, I feel emboldened to engage in my you know, racialist tendency, tendencies and my anti-Semitism. Woo-hoo, right? That's, that's, you've got to have all those, I think, four elements to, to establish. None of them can be established, but that's what you would have to do. But they say these phrases— as if it's so obvious And, and they don't, I, I don't think they've even for a moment Factored in the, any of those things that we just talked about Please explain And that's what I said on, on Facebook And it was to a, a fairly liberal th- There were some conservatives who responded Saying amen to Barack That sort of thing, great, I appreciate that But I was really interested in how the liberals responded And they responded You are blind, Barack you are not seeing this. You choose not to see this. And, and I'm thinking to myself, maybe I am blind to all this. I mean, sure, I'm Jewish. Uh, sure, I suffered uh, a little bit of anti-Semitism myself uh, in my childhood. But who knows? Maybe I, Maybe all these people around me are, are secretly anti-Semitic. They, they just hate, hate me for some reason. So, uh, so but, but what do they do? They throw these links, which you can do so easily, right, on Facebook and otherwise, um, from the Simon Wiesenthal Center, uh, The Forward, uh, the, which is a Jewish-based uh, newspaper, um, the, the Holocaust Museum um, website, and a couple of others. And as I, as I get these, I thought, oh, and, and the titles are saying Rise of anti-Semitism, uh, or Words to this Effect. And your heart kind of like immediately drops like, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm so misinformed here. Maybe I am leading a Pollyannish life, thinking that America does not have the kind of antisemitism that, the, that, that used to exist here, and for that matter, used to exist during Nazi Germany, and maybe terrible things are happening. And it's like, maybe I'm being raped and I don't even know it, right? That sort of thing. <laughs> I hate to use that expression, but I, I, I once saw an article, and, and, and it's, the article was, was I raped? Like, what? Do you know or don't you know? I mean, it, anyway, it was a little bit bizarre. The point is, I just, maybe I'm not seeing it. So I looked at these things, looking for the great uh, article and the depth of information that will answer all the questions that I pose to these people. And what is it? All right, well, nothing of the kind. Uh, All of them are talking about uh, anti-Semitism and the nature of anti-Semitism which is not really addressing my question, right? And then they talk, it's talking about antisemitism, anti-Semitism outside of America in Europe, which I grant you is happening. But we're talking about the rise of anti-Semitism supposedly in America caused by one Donald J. Trump in a very significant way and that I'm I, not seeing. And I assume he's not yet president of Europe? As it turns out, no, right? Right. And, and then these articles also are talking about the anti Semitism on college campuses. Agreed, there is, but not the kind that you, the, the skinhead type kind. It's the, the kind from radical Muslims who are trying to undermine Israel and are bashing Jews in the process. I agree, that is anti Semitic, but that's not the anti Semitism that they're trying to say that I'm blind to.
1: Are right? those the Muslims who... But
0: vote wait, for... I'm not
1: done. Oh, I'm just curious, though. <laughs> Are those the Muslims who vote for Donald Trump in huge numbers at the right. college campus?
0: Votes? Oh, yeah, exactly right. Uh, that's very funny. But 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 like the infomercial. But wait, there's more, <laughs> right? So <laughs> they, they talk about the rise of anti-Semitism in the United Nations, <laughs> to which I agree. There is. All these things I agree with. And then <laughs> there's talking about anti-Semitism. Um, and... And it's in 2015. And last I checked, and I, I looked at the almanac, poor Richard's almanac or whatever they call it, and it turns out, I mean, I did some research here, it turns out that Donald J. Trump was not president in 2015. Did you know that? I just found it out. Just looking on the internet, you can find tons of stuff.
1: Well, I, here, I'm going to give the perfect response to that. <laughs> but I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see. It turns out that a man named Barack Obama was president during that time. Maybe he should be faulted for all the, the rise in anti-Semitism of which they now complain. I, okay, obviously I'm, I'm being cheeky here, but, but the point is, guys, did you read the links that you claimed supported your arguments? Why, why am I supposed to dig through your crap and, and tell you why they're wrong? I mean, that, that's obscene. I'm, I'm a lawyer, right? And it's like the equivalent of saying, ladies and gentlemen, I have a fantastic case against John Smith I will, I will prove to you that he committed fraud And breach of contract And he's deceptive And elder abuse And God knows what else You know, he violated any number of handicap laws All right? And he also, you know, eats dogs All right? And then the jury's shocked, shocked And, and I bring in a wheelbarrow full of boxes bankers' <laughs> boxes, right? And, it, and what is it? You know, telephone books <laughs> I don't know, some legislative pages from the Washington. I, it just, I, I'm assuming that they're in there. Ladies and gentlemen, read these. Figure it out. <laughs> it's somewhere there. If you combine the words just so, you, you'll probably get some, something that suggests that John Smith was There's a John Smith out there who's bad. We know that. <laughs> and we think it's this guy, this John Smith. By wait. it was so ridiculous. I mean, look, in this age of Facebook and people trying to respond quickly, and everything else. They, they, by the way, they don't give any time to anybody as if you, you don't work during the day. These trolls on Facebook are just there, uh, just spitting out this venom, and then, but you're in the middle of the day and like you're getting caught up in a, in a Facebook war, right, a posting war, and it's like hours fly by and you shouldn't, of course, you wanna focus on your work. And so at, at one point I had to say to, the, to this crowd, I'm going to review this stuff, and I will get back to you later on today. I am at work. And they, they actually respected that. So they're expecting something tonight, and I will give them something tonight. But I didn't realize how good this was going to be. I mean, seriously, you pointed out the rise of anti-Semitism from an article in 2015, two years ago? I mean, it, was, it was delightful. So anyway, this is what they threw out. And, and to say nothing, of course, of the fact that whatever skinhead, so-called skinhead, and I put that in air quotes, attacks uh, anti-Semitic attacks that may have existed or, or happened, they, they were all fake. All of them. All right, so uh, there's two liberal kids, sadly Jewish liberal kids, I, I hate to say, but let's be fair and, and honest here, who pretended to be skinheads. Uh, I, I think, well, they pretended in the sense of after the fact. They didn't dress up as skinheads. And they put swastika paintings in a, in a Notre Dame church, Right? And then, and then and said, you know, go Trump and all that stuff in order to suggest that this is a pro-Trump rise of anti-Semitism.
1: Oh, it was fake hate.
0: <laughs> fake hate. There you go. There's your fake news for it you. It was They're hate. okay. They're okay. But it was real news, right? The fake hate was the real news. Right. Okay. What, what is the fake news is that they pretended that didn't happen. That's right. Right? That. That's when it, when it becomes real fake.
1: It was the same dynamic as that university, I believe, of San Bernardino professor who claimed racist had vandalized her car. This is a few years oh, ago. Oh, yes. I remember. Yeah. When suddenly, uh-oh, I the remember. surveillance tape showed it was her vandalizing her <laughs>
0: car. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And, and there's all sorts of stuff like that. But And here's the funny thing. If it's so prevalent, Right? That these skinheads are doing these because that's what they want when they when they say there's anti-Semitism abounding all over this great nation of ours, they want you to think of only one kind of anti-Semitism and that is the skinhead kind, right? The the Neo-Nazi, German the neo Nazis yeah. the Germans the skinheads blah 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 white supremacists KKK allies and that they are you know damaging synagogues and such crystal knocked all over again. That's what they want you to think. Okay, where are their videotapes? Right. Are, are, are these guys the best, most clever guys? You'd expect at least at least at least at least one, one one videotape of some skinhead doing something like we're just describing. You don't see any. And if it were, my friend, you would see it. You would see it all over the friggin news. You would see it on NBC, ABC, CBS. you would even see it on Fox News. You'd see it on CNN, MS,NBC. You would, you'd hear about it on, on NPR. It would be on the news day in and day out for at least two days. And this is a dangerous trend. And especially if it says, go Trump, right? I mean, then, then you would really have it for at least a week. And then they would demand, demand Trump to disavow this or whatever. And, and of course he would. But it's not happening. How, how is it that we managed to, to get all these uh, cop videos where they're supposedly beating up a black uh, victim, and it turns out that he's not, or, or it's questionable at the very least, at the very best rather. And then they, uh, and then there's no video of it. Why, of of of, of this kind of stuff happening? Are are they are the neo Nazis that much smarter? Okay, than the woman that you just described, you know, torturing or sorry, uh, uh, vandalizing her own car? Really? I mean, just come on, guys. Let's think rationally here for a change. And they don't have any of those these arguments that they have. Just just not one bit that makes sense. What's really happening, of course, is that anti-Semitism is happening, but it's from the radical Muslims. It's the new hatred. And it's not brought to you by conservatives, my friends
1: and and the radical left on college campus. the radical le- Oh for become sure a conglomeration <clears throat> a bet. coalition of anti-Semitic behavior. Thank
0: you exactly right.
1: Look I'm on the and, board and, and one more point. yeah and these are the very people who are rioting against Trump and in favor of Hillary Clinton and having a collective uh, crystal knock con- conniption.
0: oh right uh, you know yeah, the in, the ones doing it.
1: inauguration.
0: It's interesting. I'm on the board uh, of several um, conservative uh, organizations. Some are very pro-Israel, um, and some are just conservative, which also happen to be pro-Israel, right? Prager University, for example, that's one of my boards. And and he talks at length about <clears throat> the rise of anti-Semitism in, uh, on campuses, right? <laughs> so we agree on that. The problem is you think the perpetrators are pro-Trump. We know that the perpetrators are pro-Hillary, are pro-left, are leftists. They're radical left. I, I, I grant you that. You know, the, the random liberal, the, the random Democrat is not for violence, and uh, is, you know, some are e- indeed for Israel. But don't tell me for a moment that this is uh, a, a, an emblematic of conservative hate, and it's all caused and emboldened by the, the election of Donald Trump. Give me a break. You don't have a single bit of evidence of that. I have tons of evidence that anti-Semitism is rampant. You bet. But not from our side. From your side, my friends. And this is, this is what they can't accept. They can't abide. They just, they, that's who's blind. They call me blind. They're blind. And, but it doesn't stop me every time I get, you know, supposedly a link. Ta-da. And then I have to read this crap. You know, I have to do their homework for them. Just like that kind of cute lawyer example. With you know trying to make a case against John Smith, and they have nothing. They just they, they assume that there's some evidence in these boxes, but there ain't. You got to do your homework. It makes it it makes you angry. How about that?
1: <clears throat> yeah. And the other thing, the big logical hole is: where are these these pockets of um, of America where large Jew, vulnerable Jewish populations are living adjacent? to skinhead neo-Nazis. Is yeah. there a large Jewish population of Orthodox or Hasidim that have moved into the Ozarks I don't know about, or oh, yeah, living in the Appalachian <laughs> Mountains of eastern Kentucky?
0: Well, no, but where there is tension sometimes, for example, what happened in the Orthodox community in... Um, Crown Heights. Crown Heights, exactly yeah. right. That wasn't from uh, skinheads.
1: No, it was from blacks. Yeah, sadly, locals, it was from blacks. And, and leftists, and, yeah. and, and uh, nation of Islam.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I mean, please, guys. You know, give give us some real information here. You know, we get we get comments from time to time. And the reality is that you you really don't provide any evidence. I mean, I'm waiting for that great moment. You, you want to throw out a charge, a canard, or, or whatever, whatever um, accusation you want to make. That's fine. Just back it up. That's all I ask. Okay? Because otherwise, we're, we're not advancing. It's 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 a little bit like um, telling your kids. You know, they they refuse to. Uh, you tr- you're trying to help them with their math homework and their history homework and so on. And they just you know, refuse to open up the books. And you say, you're not going to advance unless you actually open up the books and read what you need to read and study what you need to study. If you don't do that, you're not going to learn. And that's the same thing with these guys. Like, We, we want to move the discussion forward, please. Do I really have to point out to you that anti-Semitism that you're talking about... And even worse, you know, Brock. you and I
1: are Jews who have an eye towards history, who understand the real ramifications that the hatred for our people has presented our, our people's survival over the years. And so I, I can't speak for you on this, but for me, um, I think one of the most damaging things is when Jews ignore the real an, anti-Semitism that's a threat to them. If yeah. the black yeah. community has gone haywire and when they have their riots for Trayvon or Michael Brown or whatever, they throw in Free Palestine, that's incredibly concerning to me. (coughs) (laughs) When I see the Black Panthers participating (laughs) with the Black Bloc and the Antifa movements on Berkeley, and suddenly it becomes a BDS rally when it originally started as an anti-Milo Yiannopoulos rally, that's incredibly concerning to me. Even more
0: so when Jews don't see it. Yeah, that's right, and they claim that we don't see it. That's the thing that bothers me the most. Look, <clears throat> I, I, I can understand the argument of an African American, a black person, saying, "Look, guys, you're not black. You don't know the black experience. Being pulled over by a cop for no reason whatsoever." And and you and I are we can, they're right about that. We don't. We're not black. We it's don't a know.
1: Totally fair
0: argument. Right, it's a fair argument. Now, whether or not it's true in terms of, like, is there truly this unreasonable amount of uh, search and seizure and, and unfair attitude will never be literally in their skin, right? That's a fair statement. <clears throat> we can still be demanding to say, look, you got to prove it. you, you still got to you know, prove anything, any charge that you make against a cop. And now in, in our day and age of videos and everything else, you, you've got a lot more proof that allows an objective evaluation of whether there really was racism going on. And uh, we saw it in um, uh, Trayvon Martin and the whole argument there. That kind of fell apart. We saw it in um, um, Michael, the, Brown. Michael Brown. And then we saw it in Freddie, cu- Freddie Gray. All these things. And some of them had videos involved, too. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't racist at the end of the day. And there were witnesses and it was evaluated up and down. And and there were black cops involved and there were Black jurors involved and such So presumably people that were truly jurors of our peers And evaluators of, our peer, of their peers if you're black But in this case, we are Jewish We know what it's like to be Jewish we, We've experienced Judaism in America I have been the victim of anti-Semitism as a, uh, as a teenager I know what it's like I've been in fights because I was Jewish Don't tell me that I'm blind to anti-Semitism I know what anti-Semitism is Thank you very much. And, don't, and, and you trivialize it. You dilute it. You belittle it, this notion, which is real. When you claim it's happening by fandom people that you hope are the perpetrators, okay, such as these skinheads. I don't, I don't like skinheads. Anybody? I'm not defending them. I just don't think that there are, there are that many in America, for one thing. I think it's a joke.
1: Outside of prisons. Outside of right. prisons, of yeah. course.
0: Of course. I, I, I'm, it's just not a realistic thing to, to worry about. What I am worried about is the dramatic anti-Semitism from the Muslim community and sadly from a lot in the black community that, that is real. That is bad. It's like all those things that you were telling me about with the, 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 the Milo um, uh, demonstration in Berkeley which morphed into this anti-Israel demonstration, a, BDS, a pro-BDS movement. That bothers me. And you're blind if you don't see that. That's the real anti-Semitism, my friends. There is a rise in anti-Semitism. But but it ain't from the right. It's from the left.
1: It ain't from the right or from the white. If you want to take a page from Johnny Cochran.
0: Sadly, that's that's correct. And uh, as much as they would like to. And, And if it is from a white person, it's from a very far left person who has some bizarre, strange notion about himself and otherwise. But they they want to portray Israel as the victim, and Israel anti-Israelism is the new anti-Semitism. Make no mistake about that.
1: I mean, portray Israel as the bully. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm sorry. Victim.
0: You're right. As the as the bully. Yeah.
1: And and one <coughs> ad, kind of last point in this, which is, forget who the perpetrators are and who the victims are, and whether it's hate or action or whatever. I believe you and I both share this this attribute, which is, I, I think we both take it as a extreme personal offense when we see a someone being bullied and the victim of the bullying refuses to defend themselves yes. oh. and refuses to fight for their dignity and refuses to clearly identify who the bullier is and worse still points to a non-bullying person as the problem essentially yeah. doing the bully's work for them
0: yeah it's, it's very weird it's like all these um, women in um, in Europe who sadly tragically are raped by a north african man or a a man of muslim extraction and they don't want to say the identity of the 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 perpetrator the rapist because they're afraid that that will draw attention you know wrong attention racist attention toward these men uh and she, she doesn't want to make this a big deal so she ends up not reporting it at all who who uh who suffers here in such a situation
1: Generally both that woman and then the next one right? Yes exactly by the same there person. you go
0: simple as that That's exactly of you course it's You enable
1: more bully yeah. You enable more victims
0: And the bully attitude is always the same I will bully you So long as you let yourself be bullied Okay that's That's the way it works And when, when we Refuse to even recognize that the bully Is doing his bullying you're helping. You're doing his work for him, just like you said, Ari. And, and um, it, it, it truly helps him, and we are ignoring this, and it only allows them to, to move forward and bully us all the more. And it's happening more and more in terms of enforcement. Police enforcement at the end of the day is what it's all about, right? If you, if you actually had uh, your store looted because it's Jewish, let's say, uh, in America, you're going, you're going to have the FBI there as a hate crime and they're going to be on top of it. It's great. And and so we Jews don't worry too much about it. I mean, as bad as it is, you know, the, the reality is it's a very safe country for Jews, and otherwise. Yes, one individual but that individual store owner has suffered and and, and is all shaken up and such like that, but that doesn't mean that's prevalent all over uh, the United States. What matters is the way the government, the police respond to it. Yes. And absolutely. And, and it's not so in Europe. In in Europe it's like yeah you know these are a bunch of thugs. you know, let them do they're doing the things we don't like it. of course, uh, well we think we did he did because we're Jewish. You see the swastika of, of, of my synagogue? Yeah, they're just thugs. And the reason why the European police doesn't do anything about it and they don't is because they're afraid of the backlash. They don't want to to do anything about it. That's why there's no go zones. That's why horrible things happen in England and otherwise where they they engage in. Um, uh, rape rooms and they they kidnap a whole bunch of uh, young girls, and nothing goes on for for literally in in the case of uh, in England the
1: Rotherham the Bremen. Rotherham case yeah. that
0: was 13 years and they did nothing nothing that's right and why because they're afraid of the of the, the lashback uh, the backlash sorry and that's what and and it's the same thing happens in Europe vis a vis anti-Semitism. Yeah, they don't and, care about
1: it. And, and you know, it's it's something in the European soul. Uh, if you just look at World War Two, the Nazis, the German army, was making all these incursions into the border hinterlands of the low country between France and Germany. And if there was one French policeman on patrol, just one... The Germans who have backed off. Yeah. But there was nothing. It was like a welcome wagon. And yeah. then, you know, like you were saying earlier offline, then the Germans come in and the French are shocked, shocked, I tell you, <laughs> that there's gambling going on yeah. here. They're winning, sir. That's exactly <laughs> and, right. And uh, it, the same is true in two high profile cases. And we're not talking about anti Semitism, we're talking about the dynamic of the authorities doing nothing Trayvon Martin and O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson was call- had 911 call after 911 call made by Nicole that he was beating her. And the police did nothing other than show up and take autographs from him. Right. In Trayvon Martin's case, his school knew he was engaged in drug use and he was stealing stuff, and engaged in breaking and entering, and the police did nothing. Right. And because they didn't put fences earlier... To the behavior. The police arresting O.J. a couple times, turning him into a social pariah, making him a wife-beater, perhaps convicting him and sending him to jail rather than some little slap on the wrist. He might have stopped beating that woman or she might have had the legal means to escape or something before she had her head and, cut and off. And Rod
0: Goldman, too, of and, course, it right. was even more innocent. Right,
1: but Ron was not calling the police about O.J. Uh, sure, sure. at the time. Good point. In, in uh, Trayvon's case, the police were called over and over again, yeah. and they never arrested him.
0: All right. So uh, these these are very good points. You you got to create the fences, but that's that is a topic for another day. It, it is a, a very important topic. Right. But my point about it is Maybe, the
1: Jews are not creating that fence to the actual bullying that's coming their way. Right.
0: We, yes, that's right. We are enabling uh, the, the bullies from destroying the fence, as it were, and just going on forward with this. And 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 all the while they'll say like the woman who was raped by a Muslim, she'll she'll say, oh, I was raped by a white man. Well. Really what's going on here Don't you realize you're only perpetuating the possibility That you'll get more raped You're basically sending um, You're you're sending the signal to the perpetrators Because of their skin color by the way That uh, they live By a different and lower standard And they will not be prosecuted Bad idea genes as the famous Saturday Night Live commercial uh, Fake commercial said All right, so this this takes us a little bit to our next topic Which is about uh, how Uh, perceptions of the president um, have really kind of more or less stayed the same. This is fascinating to me because I I really... This was also a Facebook discussion, but it was a perfect example of what we're talking about. They they say that, you know, Trump's election gave rise to this anti-Semitism, right? Gave gave rise to this new racism. But guess what? They've been saying this every single time a new Republican president has been elected Mm -hmm. since... Wait for it, 1968, okay, with Nixon. They said it about it during his presidency, and they said it after his presidency, all right? Didn't
1: uh, they also say it about um, Eisenhower? Uh, I, I, I'm, I I'm just going
0: back in 1968, approximately 50 years ago, okay? I, and you're right, they said it about Eisenhower. They also said it about Truman, by the way, um, who did have some anti-Semitic comments that he made, but he was the one to recognize Israel and so on. But no matter... No matter, they they say it every single time. That's the point. Yeah, I was mentioning
1: Ike as a Republican. I know, that's a good point.
0: But every single time they they raise this specter of anti Semitism and racism. Oh, you know, if you elect this man, racism, uh, you know, upon the streets, anti Semitism within the streets, bad things are going to happen. This is in addition, of course, to uh, back alley abortions and everything else. But let's focus first on all the horrible anti Semitic things that are going to happen. It happened with Nixon it happened with uh, Reagan who was the, the next uh, the next uh, Republican president.
1: Well, Ford was then Reagan and then Right, no,
0: good point. Yeah. Okay. But, but you're making but, a good But Ford wasn't elected. elected. Yeah. yeah. So, Reagan gets elected and they all said and I you know, I was old enough, still fairly young, but old enough to remember the election, the 1980 election <clears throat> and not understanding it fully, but I was 17. And uh, I, I was just so, like, marveling, like, how the frig do you know whether this guy is going to have a new goose-stepping, you know, parade in Washington, D.C. with Zeke Hiles and everything else? Where did you come with this? How, how do you know this? And it was just a scare tactic. I recognized that. Um, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have the ability to vote. I didn't quite know who to vote for. But I remember that when Reagan won, and won by landslide, of course, I thought to myself, you know, Good. The grown-ups are in charge. But, but not once did I thought think to myself, wow, this, this is an anti-Semitic man. This is a racist man. I, di- I didn't have politics in my life back then. I really didn't know. But I did know that this was an unfair charge against him. And then, of course, he's there for eight years. There's, there's really nothing you can say that was anti-Semitic, that he was trying to hurt uh, Israel or the Jewish people for that matter. On the contrary, if, if anything, he was such a pro-Israel president um, and and he, he was trying to destroy the Soviet Union, and he fought for the release of the dissidents in, in the Soviet Union. That was priority number one for uh, him. Jewish dissidents. Jewish dissidents. Thank you very much. Yeah. Jewish dissidents. I thought that might be
1: relevant. That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, very supportive of Israel in every way. I mean, they, they, they loved him, and, uh, and he loved Israel. But it didn't stop them from proclaiming that he was anti-Semitic right and left. Okay. The only major thing that they ever pointed to was Bitburg. You know, you know about this yeah. paper, okay? That that Ronald Reagan, having accepted a uh, an invitation by Helmut Kohl, the Chancellor of, of Germany at the time, West Germany, that is, uh, to visit the cemetery to honor the dead, because it was a, I guess it was in 1985, that's right, it would have been the 40th anniversary of the end of World War II. Um, having accepted that, uh, then then he discovered along the way that there were also some SS officers buried in the same cemetery. Well. That was unacceptable,
1: right? Yeah, and because the press wrote that he specifically laid the wreaths on the SS officers' graves, as if he was, you know, digging through an air this and an air speckle that right. to find the yeah. SS commander with the death cap on. Right, we'll give him the wreath.
0: And don't and there was a lot of fake news going on there too. Don't don't you forget that they, they proclaimed that he that he Ronald Reagan had said that the SS officers. Were themselves victims of this horrible Holocaust as well, and we should also honor them. Of course, he didn't say anything such any such idiotic thing, but nevertheless, that was attributed to him. And and people just it kind of kind of echoed, and and people uh, that was their thing uh, against um, uh, Reagan for being and and that he was anti-Semitic for that. Uh, Likewise, they said the same thing about George Bush the father. Remember, Bush Bush the father is supposed to be the wonderful conservative, in hindsight, of course. But when he was being elected, when he was running for president against Dukakis, you know, do you remember the Willie Horton thing? Of course. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> they charged him with all sorts of racism. This is a racist president. Never mind that he's just going to continue the, the Ronald Reagan policies. Not
1: only do I remember it, I believed it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, because you, you were a
0: Democrat at the time. Yeah. And, and, and I was not. I I, I voted for, for Bush. I wanted Bush. Um and it was so interesting how that the, the anger just kind of floated right upon him, like immediately. Like it, it's kind of like the, the Olympic torch, right? You have one runner, he has the flame, and now the next guy, you give it to him. And that flame is the flame of racism and anti-Semitism. You must now carry this torch, it's my friend. It's the
1: fires <laughs> from the Holocaust ovens carried uh, by every so. Republican president since Lincoln.
0: yes. And, and and no one stops to think about hey is there a pattern going on here, <laughs> I mean it's funny we my kids are learning patterns right that's one of the things you as a parent you see your kids learning about patterns and patterns is one of the most important distinctions between humans and animals right patterns um, and we see that and that's what digital coding is all about and there's some good uh, you know brain teasers you know what is two four six what's the next number right that's a pattern. And and more complicated, of course, beyond that. But don't you see this pattern, my friends? Is that concerning you? Because then you did it again with George Bush, the son, in 2000. You proclaimed all sorts of anti-Semitism again, all sorts of racism, all sorts of back-alley abortions yet again. It was the same story. And now it's Trump's turn. And they, they talk as if somehow this is the first time in history a, a, a Republican president has, is... is Anti-Semitic. This is the first time, right? And all, those other guys—they were—they were reasonable. Now, in hindsight, of course, they're all reasonable. Bush the son, Bush the father, and of course Reagan—good guys, really good guys. Yeah. Why, why can't, can't they be more like? Yeah. Why can't they be more like Nixon and resign? That's right. right. Oh, oh yeah, no. Why, and, why can't and, no? Why can't Trump be more like Nixon and well, resign? Well, yeah,
1: that's what but, I mean. But
0: but but they they hail to 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 the 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 moderation and the magn magnanimity. Magnanimous nature of Reagan and Bush and Bush the son, and they are reasonable voices all of a sudden. But of course, at the time, they were racist and anti-Semites, but who, <laughs> who's counting, right? Patterns, my friend, patterns, all right? And, and I feel sorry for you if you're a diehard lefty and you're saying this to yourself because it means that you're, you're unable to see past your nose, and that's a shame, right? I mean, wouldn't you, I mean, what, what if you could only have eyesight, Ari, that extends no further than where you need to walk, right? I mean, you're not blind, right? But you can get around. Uh, basically, you are blind.
1: Uh, you're, because you are, you're, you are, but but
0: you but you're allowed to see where you're going. Basically,
1: you're saying dim light, and that's it. And you know the analogy. Yeah, yeah is a so fog. Perfect. Yeah,
0: a fog, a fog yeah. where you can't see anything past two feet yes. in front of you. All right.
1: and, and that's that's literally what we're talking yeah. about here. Because and what a perfect diagnosis. Yeah. Because you you as a liberal are choosing to. To get your informational inputs from dubious sources at best, yeah. like that list of links you you cited at the beginning of this episode, right. you're you're unwilling to take any information that might contradict your pre-held beliefs, which means you are a bigot, right? Because that's the right. definition of bigotry, right?
0: Oh, it's <laughs> right, so true. Can you imagine being a, a general At wartime and you're about to go into battle, right? And all you can see in front of you is about two feet. Or let's give him twenty feet, okay? You don't see the enemy here, right? He ain't there. Therefore, march ahead, no problem, right? Or better yet, we must have left. Let's right. go home. That's right. Who's gonna lose that battle? All right, I wonder. But of course, if you if you if you're a general, you wanna know the whole tableau, as they say, right? In French. Yeah, they say, tell
1: me the good, tell me the bad, tell me the good. Tell, looking, tell me everything. Tell me the ugly, everything. Yeah. I need to know everything.
0: Yeah, you so you see the horizon, you you want to know where this and you even not only you want to see as far as you can see, but also you you send scouts to amplify your vision. That's in the old days, and now with binoculars and infrared and 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 satellites, all those things. <laughs> you want as much information as possible. Yes. But when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to understanding history, in this case, anti-Semitism and the history of the so-called anti-Semitism. I'm sorry, the 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 so-called uh, new anti-Semitism. But the history of how you've you've made that charge over and over again, that that canard over and over again, you don't want to see that. And that's important information. And that's why I say to you, my far lefty friend, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you the same way that I would feel sorry for somebody who's unable to see two feet past himself. That would be a very sad existence, wouldn't it? Right? Wouldn't wouldn't you be concerned for yourself? Wouldn't you say that's a very... um, uninteresting life? Wouldn't you say that's a life that lacks in beauty? I mean, that's the whole point of, you, know, you see people walking down the street, and and you tell this to your kids at some point. I hope you do. You see them kind of looking down to the sidewalk all the time, and you say, Johnny, you know, look up. Be proud. Look around. Look around you. Enjoy the sights. See where you're going to go, because you might see something interesting, for for one thing, but also you'll have a better direction of where to go. You won't You'll see the car coming right at you, or you see that the person who's about to bump you. But you'll also enjoy the beauty. Johnny, stand up. Johnny, look up. That's the whole point, and that's what part of what makes us human as well. And, and these lefties, they, they see not past them whatsoever. It's as if you know, there's no such thing as history. It's always this floating present that moves along that doesn't, that doesn't know anything of its past nor, nor anticipates anything in its future. It's just there.
1: And, it, and it's such a victim-y, pathetic existence. Mm-hmm. I really don't care what people think of me. Yeah. I really don't.
0: Yeah, it's a great quality. Um, Maybe that we all have Yeah, I,
1: I And what I mean by that is, if I have to be resolute and... Take a position that is not popular Because mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do right. I really don't care what people think right. Of me if I have to do it yeah. And that old thing about Reagan It's an amazing what you can accomplish If you don't worry about taking credit I don't care about the people who are uh, I, I don't do the right thing In order to be lauded yeah. I'm more than happy to be flattered With them saying hey that was a great thing to do That's nice But to me the important thing is doing the right thing Yeah. Not taking credit for it and not caring if people are not going to like me if I do the right thing. Yeah. And, but the one thing that I never want people to think of me, no matter what, is I I hate it when people pity me. I can't stand it. To me, that is just demeaning beyond all anything. And here's my point. Yeah. You on the left, I pity you. I, <laughs> I absolutely have the contempt yeah. of pity for you because you are pathetic. You are mentally and and spiritually pathetic. You are a mental and and spiritual loser. And if anyone thought that of me, I would be suicidal. I can't stand being thought of as a pathetic, weak, impotent loser. Okay. And I and for my my liberal friends out there, I. For all the feedback we give you about this, when are you going to wake up and see how how pathetic you are?
0: You know, all, all the times that we've worked together, Ari, I've always tried to bring you out of your shell. And I, I just, I can't seem to get you out of your shell. It just, I don't know what it is. Why, are, you, are you a frightened person, Ari? Are you, just come out and say what you feel. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> what a good guy. <laughs> I have to work with this guy. You should pity me, my friends. <laughs> Talk about pity, and I will take your pity. Unlike Ari, who <laughs> will not take your pity at all. Uh, all right, will to receive their pity?
1: money, just not their pity. <laughs> That's
0: right. Fair enough. All right. This is—it's um, really—it's unsustainable the way they argue. And unsustainable in the same way like if, if all you ever ate was potato chips, you know, it would taste good for the moment, but then eventually it's not sustainable for your health, right? You, you'd eventually collapse and die as much as it seems tasty for the time being. But that's, that's how they live their lives. They, they live it in that little bubble that kind of moves forward that doesn't even know that it's moving through time at all. They, they have no interest in looking past. And when and in my Facebook posting where I presented to them, uh, listen, do you realize that you've been saying this every single time For every Republican president since 1968 And, and probably before But I, I want to use 50 years past more or less as a marker uh, And it's like there was I, I hate using that phrase crickets um, But it was like a like the, You can almost see the realization in their responses And then they <laughs> How did they respond? They started saying, well, uh, and you, you could tell they'd done some research because there was some time that elapsed. Well, Nixon was a racist. Uh, you know, Bush did do uh, ter- terrible things to Jews and, and all that stuff. Well, I said, no, wait, wait a minute. I'm saying the canard that there's racism afoot and anti-Semitism, it's all going to be happening time and time again. It, it, it's, that's the point. It's repeating itself over and over again. And I don't think you realize that. When you trotted out this phrase about Trump... Bringing out the worst in us and anti-Semitism and racism, you you thought that something there was something unique about Trump, but you forgot that you had said it before. It's a little bit like, uh, you know, if we were to do this podcast and we just kept kept every five minutes saying the same brilliant thought that we thought five minutes ago, <laughs> I don't know, like like the word unsustainable. And I use my example of the potato chips, right? and And two minutes later from now, I say, you know what? It's like. Eating too many potato chips and nothing else, and you're going to die. And you're like, right? And and every three minutes later, I say the same thing. An over,
1: inadvertent over. Grandpa Simpson's reference, right, right. if you will.
0: Exactly. I mean, not only would it make it boring, but it would it would just like you would say, "What's wrong with this guy?" And it's clear that you forgot the past. But that's what they they're like Grandpa Simpson. It reminds me of the time when I right? tied
1: it to my belt. <laughs> right, and, exactly right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When Reagan was a racist, that was a good
1: times. So, yeah, so anyway. But uh, you did ask an interesting question. You did say, but what changed this time? They have a racist who's so racist to the bone,
0: right. he got himself some Jewish grandchildren to cover it oh, yeah, That's it up. the best kind of that's the difference. Don't you realize that's that proves his racism <laughs> and his anti Semitism in particular? Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm trying to, what, how do you how do you do that? Are you will you draw me a diagram on this, Ari? I'd like to see the diagram. He hates Jews. Right. Trump. So much. Yes. God. He hates them so much. Right. He has Jewish grandchildren. Right. Right. Okay. Come again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Use puppets if you could. <laughs> Diagrams are acceptable too. Because I'm still not getting it. <laughs> I, I think I'm a bright guy, but I'm, I guess I'm just not bright enough. He hates Jews so, so much, much that, that he has Jewish
1: Grandchildren that he's going to raise as conservatives to hate themselves. Uh,
0: Oh, now I, no, I still don't get it.
1: No, that doesn't work either. I'm 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 really trying here. Let's see. But I have to say, (laughs) I'm not making this up. I've heard. I actually heard that argument being made. These are
0: the same idiots who think that the Christians support Israel because what they really want to do is they believe in the rapture and that they they will eventually uh, conquer Israel themselves. Thank you very much. It's all a big ruse. You know, how conniving those Christians are, right? The big conspiracy, you know, and they accuse us <laughs> of, of, uh, of the big conspiracy to take over the world. Oh, I love it. This is great. Anyway, so it's the same thing with the, the Donald Trump thing. It's so absurd that, they, that, 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 I mean, I raised that point, of course, too. Like, let me get this straight. So his daughter has converted to not just Judaism, but Orthodox Judaism. All of his sons-in-laws are Jewish as well. And, of course, his grandchildren are Jewish. He, he headed up uh, the pro-Israel parade. He's very pro-Israel in every respect, but somehow is anti-Semitic. Okay, let me let me just let me know when he calls the uh, the, the, the the goose-stepping Nazi squad to to fight and put all the Jews in the uh, in the ovens. That that's what I'm just waiting for. That.
1: Yeah, but God forbid we use the line that liberals used on Mitt Romney with his black grandchild, the adopted one, when right. they said, "What here doesn't fit?" Which one of these doesn't belong? If we say that about this logic, this illogic about Trump, they roll their eyes and go, "Well, oh, there you go again.
0: You are so right. I forgot about that. That's a very good example. Like you, you, how could you be? I mean, the ultimate not racist. You don't give a crap what color the child that you're adopting is, right? So it happens to be a black child, It happens to be a Hispanic child, whatever. And then they accuse you of racism. Look what, look what's wrong here. Look what's the difference here. And, and your point is, right? I mean, I'm speaking rhetorically. What's your point? Yes, that is a black child, and he doesn't care. He's That ch- that child, he, Romney, doesn't care. That child is part of this family. Doesn't that mean something to you? Doesn't that mean that he's not racist? Right? I mean, it's, it's a little bit like <clears throat> what I always like to joke around about, Star Trek's The, the Next Generation. Right? They have, um, in the future, It's I, don't, I think it's like 400 years in the future, right? And you see... Black and white couples and everything else, and there's no racism whatsoever, and isn't that a wonderful future? And, of course, it should, you know, I would assume that there's no racism in the future, too. Problem with that logic is that if it were true that there were no racism all the time, you would expect everyone to be more or less the same color, right? We, will have, we would have all blended in. As right, they call
1: it, coffee-colored.
0: Yeah, we'd all be. Little well, white, yeah. little black. Yeah, we'd, we'd all have a lot cream. darker skin. All <laughs> yeah. of us would have a lot darker skin. Uh, or, or whiter skin, as the case may be. But no one would be extreme, you know, very dark-skinned, and no one would be Swedish-looking either, right? Because how long, how many generations can you have just Swedish, 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 <laughs> Swedish, right? <laughs> so it didn't make any sense, right? So this, it's the same sort of thing here, where if you're noticing the color, then you're the one maybe who's the racist. That's
1: right. right? And I was watching the OJ documentary that ESPN came out, and they had black leader after black leader saying, it's horrible, O.J. didn't notice race. And I'm yelling at the TV, that means he's not racist, you (laughs) idiot. And the fact that all you're doing is noticing race means you, black leader, are racist.
0: All right. Well, we talked about unsustainability, right? So I I want to move on to our third and final topic, which is about unsustainability. Now, normally speaking, when you hear about sustainability, right, you, you hear it more in the context of the environment, Right, and I think you're going to like this one, Ari. Um, you know, if if we keep, if we you hear these arguments, if we keep on uh, using the water in the uh, the, the and such like that, we'll have no water by the year 2023. It's not sustainable. Okay. Likewise, oil. Right. Yeah. Peak we cannot continue. Yeah. We cannot take. To all this oil out of the ground And expect that one day it won't run out We're silly, we're Pollyannish It's not sustainable Right? Or food For that matter, this is what prompted the overpopulation Myth back in the 70s uh, You know, there's By the year, such and such, it'll be so many billion of people and we only have enough food to, to sustain the planet for three and a half billion people at most. And by the year 1992, it'll be five billion people and we'll all be eating each other like Soylent Green. All right? I mean, that's where, that's where the movie Soylent Green came from. That, that, that was the thinking that led people to, to think that. You laugh. But it's true. Yes. That's what they thought. That movie, and Charlton Heston, soil the greatest People. It's made of people. <laughs> to people. Which, to which we would say, they're shocked, shocked that there's gambling going on here. But that's another story. What do you think it came from, you idiot? <laughs> it's like, anyway. <laughs> we have funny here on the Brucklery Podcast. All right, so it's not sustainable. So food, water, oil, you name it, farmland, not sustainable. Okay. Automobiles, we, we gotta SUVs. We got to do something. Yeah, yeah, we got we to gotta do something. All right. Never mind that we, you know, as we say, conservatives think expansively, and liberals think uh, in a restrictive way. So surprise, surprise, we discovered all sorts of great new oil all all the time, and there's a a suddenly burgeoning oil supply. And then we discovered, of course, uh, fracking, which just amplified the oil supply like tenfold, and suddenly changed the whole equation of of where oil comes from. We are now an oil-producing nation. That's better. You know, we have more oil than the the Middle East does.
1: We're now an oil exporter.
0: Exporter. Yeah, exactly off. right. So that's something they didn't. We discuss. have
1: so much. We're selling it.
0: Right. So talk about static thinking, right? Yes. So unsustainable. But again, th- there's that word unsustainable. But they keep on saying unsustainable, and um, in terms of pollution, the the whatever you name it, it's unsustainable. All right. But they never think. They never think instead about. How if we, uh, about the unsustainability of other things, like morality, liberty, right? And what's my point? My point is, if we keep on going this way with the way we um, open up marriage, the way we deal with uh, the differences between the sexes, in other words, that we erase all these distinctions, that once we're the very foundation of our American society, for that matter, Western civilization. If we keep on eviscerating this, is it sustainable for our morality? Can we have a civilization? Is it sustainable? And the answer is no. That's where the real unsustainability happens. Because you can't expand morality, right? It's not as if you can say, well, we got the Ten Commandments, but we can we can limit it to, to two and still make Make a, a lot of good use out of it We'll just leave it to no murder and no theft And even then there are, there are exceptions We, we, we don't we, we can't do that right? We know that you, you, there's only so much if we In can, the same way that there's only 24 hours in the day right? You can't right. expand that If we continue <clears> to
1: <throat> allow or force Policemen to just stand by While conservatives Who line up on a college campus To hear a conservative speaker Are beaten and maimed And run over and is pepper sprayed. At what point do you put the genie back in the bottle of the expected morality of the perpetrators to then go back to a civil there society and exist? There you go. At what point do they cross that threshold and their chaos runs out of control like a nuclear chain yeah, reaction? So
0: or hearkening back to what we were talking about before, if you ignore where the real anti Semitism is, or the real racism is, or the real anti womanism is, what's going to happen? I mean, what. It's not sustainable. Your, your way of thinking uh, of ignoring real evil and, and banishing the good, that's not sustainable. It'll lead to the end of good and the rise of evil.
1: Right. And, and let's give an example of what that looks like. Uh, Nazi Germany, where the bad guys actually take control of the levers of power of a real government with yeah. real power. And then take control of its police forces and its armies, and unleash the hell of its tyranny on the innocent. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. Do you really want the black bloc protesters to take control of the country, replacing Donald Trump? Yeah. If, yeah. if Trump is gone, what do you want as the alternative?
0: Well, yeah, well, that's that's one thing. Wait, wait you, you said this black bloc uh, uh, phrase. Please describe what that, because I know what that is, but. Describe it for our listeners. Um, the, the black block It's protesters. not just a, just a, a, the, the general black community. Oh,
1: right. I'm not talking about black people. The, those are the thugs. They call themselves the black block. They dress all in black, and they're the ones who have been raining the terror on the different college campuses to stop okay. up the conservatives. And they're not necessarily black. No, no. Yeah. Most of the time, they're white suburban kids. Okay. So, I, you I, know, I get they're college liberals. That I didn't
0: know. Okay, good. Yeah,
1: but they're the ones who are pepper spraying people at the Milo event, right. shooting fireworks in <clears throat> the brave. buildings. Oh, so brave. Lighting the campus on fire. Yeah. But the police were just standing by letting them do it. And they have other names. You know, they're, they're the anti-fa, you know, the anti-fascist. Right. uh, the, the Black Panthers. You know, it's a conglomeration of groups. Um, also, there's some of the people that uh, James O'Keefe recently did that undercover sting who were planning terrorism at the inauguration many of whom are being arrested, those were black bloc protesters. The right. thinking is they're probably Soros-funded. All right, so, you know. so
0: move on with your point about you know connecting it to the sustainability. Well, well, the
1: point is, if we look at our society, what makes society of large population centers sustainable is the general attitude most... Uh, participants in the society have To act in moral ways day in, day out To not run each other over Or road rage and shoot each other If they get cut off in traffic Or any number of things Our listeners can experience this By just going through your day And think about the number of times You could have gotten into a fight with someone But you didn't over some minor issue Right? Well, imagine how a society goes off the rails if the lunatics truly take control of it. Yeah. The kind of people who beat an innocent girl and pepper stray her in the face because she went to see Milo speak. Yeah. Imagine that guy is your Fuhrer. Yeah. What I mean, kind of society would you get from it?
0: Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, this is, this is the issue, though, about sustainability, what kind of society. It's about a lack of enforcement. If you, if you don't protect, uh, if you don't enforce the laws, even speeding for that matter. What, what do you get? You more get speeding. More speeding. Yes. Uh, and if you don't enforce, um, you know, drunk driving laws for that matter, what are you going to get? You're going to get a lot of deaths and everything else. And people will be afraid to go on the road. It's not sustainable. But that's just basic about traffic laws. But the more important thing is there's there's only so much. There, there, there's morality. They ain't, good, they ain't making more of it. Right? And as they say about land, generally speaking. And morality is something that you can't. You can't compromise on. You can't just oh, you know, they're very expansionist when it comes to morality. That that they seem to they're exactly the opposite of of conservatives in that sense. They feel that no matter what we do with uh, morality, it'll always be there. People will always be self-respecting. Everyone will respect each other and such like that. No, it ain't so. The unsustainability argument applies in the moral compass, uh, moral world, not in the resources world. Remember what we said about how. Liberals are, in fact, very conservative when it comes to business, but they're very liberal, as they define it, when it comes to social issues, right? The same thing is true here when it comes to sustainability. They're very hot to trot about sustainability of resources, but they're not at all where they should be uh, concerned about sustainability when it comes to morality. That's where our, our whole attention should be. And we, we, they are so loose with it. They are so expansionist. Anything goes. Uh, The yoga pants culture We talk about this quite a bit And that's why I bring it up so much uh, Because it's it's such a reflection of, Of where our society is going It's not just yoga pants It's sex, generally speaking That you can just uh, you know, pull right. down the your pants anywhere march. and at any time. The women's
1: and, march being, lo- people take children there, and female genitalia is on display. For sure. I, and an interesting dynamic on but, but, the But, but, but I, hold I, on, you're going to love this. All right. This is very important. An interesting dynamic occurs where it becomes an inversion of morality. So when they refuse to enforce the law on people who are committing acts of terrorism and arson. The police enforce the law much more stridently against people who do innocent things like
0: refuse to bake a cake for a gay couple. There you go. Okay, no, that's fine. I want more examples, though, of, of what we were talking about before, about the morality issue, about sex, you know, happening a lot and the cheating cheating in school. That seems to be happening a lot as well. And, and there are other examples, I suppose, like uh, going to church. You know, it's, it's practically you're a fool if you go to church. It, you look silly if you go to church. Um, so, But even those who do like to go to church, they go to church less often. It's not a big deal. They're not going to go to hell if, if they don't go to church or synagogue. So there's less and less of that, of that going on. And then they wonder you know, why people are not even talking about morality anymore. Uh, the, the notion of your, your word is your bond, right? You see this a lot in, in the old movies and the old westerns and such like that. It was so important to people. Not so much anymore. Now it's about, well, you know, truth is what you make it And uh, this, that's what you said, we had a contract But, you know, we didn't really have a contract Come on, John, you know we had a contract I don't know that you know So th- the notion of an oral contract, although it's still enforced is, is just a silly thing You're a fool if you engage in an oral contract But it, that's a reflection of morality
1: Yeah, or even your word uh, Yeah, we have plans tonight Oh, I changed my mind Yeah, good but point you could have called me an hour ago Yeah Right. Just, you just common, common respect,
0: up? yeah. Uh, the way we dress—I'm um, not talking about yoga pants. Uh, that's another thing. But just the informality. People don't shave anymore. People just are, are relaxed in T-shirts all the time, uh, in in uh, in the office. That is for business and otherwise. It's it. Everything is kind of morphed into nothing. Now that's not a morality question. But what is a morality question is the seemingly seemingly broader acceptance of adultery. Uh, to say you know to say nothing of all the um, a uh, illicit affairs going on of homosexual behavior people just kind of you know trying things out all the time and and drugs of course marijuana uh is, has now is now legal in california among many other states where do you th- how sustainable do you think this is that's the point how how can we possibly live in a, in a culture which allows for all these things to happen over and over again where nothing really matters uh you know yeah you, you know you you uh you screwed up in this contract. Yeah, you beat up this kid, but you know that's what that's what kids do. Get over it.
1: Yeah, but right? even but even if let's just focus on the marijuana for a second. Even if it is legal, do you really have to encourage people to do it? Yeah. What happens when you reach that tipping point and thirty five percent of the population is high is not working as high all the time yeah. and on your roads? Oh, do yeah. you really want to risk your kids crossing the street? Right, with people behind the wheel who are so down their minds. Oh,
0: it's 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 too basic. I mean, but those are normal consequences. We're talking about sustainability from a Western civilization point of view, because they've never asked themselves. Because as we talked about before, they're in a time bubble, right? And they don't know what brought us to this place in the first place. So if you don't do that, then you don't understand what it takes to make the civilization. You are it is not sustainable if you keep on doing these these things where. Where God doesn't matter, <clears throat> um, you know. That, that, I guess that's the ultimate lack of. A, if you take away wow, God from the occasion, right? Yes. Yeah. How how soon do you think that we will descend into an anarchy? Of course we will. I mean, it, it, let, let's imagine a world where nobody really believes in God anymore. Let's just imagine that in, in America, for for that matter. If 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 if, if, um, if God doesn't matter anymore, then get away with whatever you want. Okay, so long as you get away with it. And the only thing the, re- the law is there for is just to kind of enforce uh, the laws as against each other. Kind of in a, we're all in one big Mex- Mexican standoff, right?
1: Yeah, or we're all at one <clears throat> big four-way stop sign. No cop, no stop. Yeah, that's right.
0: right. Yeah. Um, but it's a world where, hey, listen, if I can make money um, showing my body off in a pornography thing, well, then I'll do it. What's the big deal? There's no God involved it's not it's not immoral immoral or whatever any yeah. issue
1: you're not judging me right well, right if you're not judging yeah, me, I'm not hurting you know anybody else, well yeah yeah
0: so it's, then it's all a question of how many uh, views do you get on for your upload of your video on this or that uh, porn website and uh, let, it's all a big game and yeah hell I you know I enjoy sex anyway so let's let's just do it everything is let's just do it whatever feels good and it feels good to take to, to have pot. It's okay to cheat, and who are you saying that cheating is bad? You know, I've got, I, you know, it doesn't hurt you if I cheat. Yes, it does, but it doesn't hurt, right? So, uh, and what if I, what if I do take a little bit of money from from your till? You know, you've got enough money, right? This is the, this is the way it works. This is the way how, how it all comes tumbling down, my friends. How sustainable can it be from a moral point of view? That is the one thing. That we can't afford to be expansive on that's it not our resources it's our morality we cannot be expansive and if you want proof of that go ask the last citizens of rome